And we're off. Three, two, one, action. Justin goes straight to jail. The title of this episode is The Gang Goes Straight to Jail. Justin, what is that show? You know what that's, that's from? Uh, You're clicking all the cameras. I know, <laughs> I know. And I also called this the weekend, not the weekday. Oh. So like, I'm just like completely, where even am I? I don't know. What was the question? I don't know. Welcome to the weekend, though. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Andy. Well, we're constantly amazed by how little Justin watches. <laughs> I but, watch the weekday. Yeah, yeah it's true. Sure. <laughs> the, sure. only, the only podcast on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts that actually matters. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here on episode 70-something. I have a brand new... This was buy one, get one at Publix. Have you tried these yet? Hint? Of course not. They're not sparkling, and therefore see, I don't like well, them. See, that's why I'm I not didn't. Do I that. didn't realize that until literally I cracked one open this morning. Oh, uh, and nope. it's and I went. Oh well, I'm gonna drink it because swing I paid for and, it. Swing and a miss. Yeah, it's a, and it's watermelon too. And I figured I mean, like, oh, well, I have never not never. I don't have watermelon sparkling water a whole lot. Okay. Uh unless you buy those packages at Costco that have like f- three different things in them. Yeah. But you can smell it though. I if don't. it's if it's not sparkling, is it just like watered down? It like, is. Juice? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a disappointment. I, uh. a constant disappointment. If I'm going to drink something that's non-sparkling, I'm just going to drink like water. This is this but is how a hint. I know, but like I don't want I don't want that. <laughs> just like you don't farts of fruit you know oh fruit farts yeah fruit farts. oh you you in, you indulge in fruit farts too <laughs> that's a normal wednesday night for me i have i have really good news guys um so our one of our tech people named chase randolph and his lovely fiance kate corsack who is also on tech staff here they are engaged to be married oh and for the longest time i've been calling them chate yeah because <laughs> it's hilarious it feels right yeah and I just walked in to make my coffee, and they the website they just now informed me that their website and hashtag will be chate yep. for their wedding, and I've <laughs> never been more happy. I mean, marriage, your marriage, birth I, of your children, and chate like top three. Mm. It, it's on the Mount Rushmore of how happy I've been, and I stood there with my mouth open, agape, yeah, aghast, as if someone had told me they were pregnant. You know, like <laughs> that was the same level of happiness that I felt, not just for them, but also for me. <laughs> you know, because like, their marriage is all about you. I just kind of felt like I won a little bit. You yeah. know, like it was. You live for these moments. Speaking of marriage and speaking of where Justin's head is at, our good boy Justin. <laughs> Did we talk about Justin's head? No. Oh. Well, he said, like, I don't know where my head's at. Mm. Uh, so I'm trying to pick up the Call pieces back. from the last three Call minutes. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing a real family guy thing. Um, our good boy Justin is getting married in less than 30 days. How many days is it? 27, 26? 24. 24 days. 24 cool. Days. 24 days. So... Um, <laughs> We wanted to kind of give Justin some of our wisdom, right? Some of the things that we have learned over our past years of marriage, yep. and we want you, the loyal, faithful weekday army, to jump in on this as well. Well, this this all kind of started when. Hold we on, were, hold on. Let me oh, let me okay. finish the pitch, and then you can then you can get to the thing. Um, just, just <laughs> for I'm those ready. that are for those that are listening on uh, on just a podcast, Justin surreptitiously. I knew that wouldn't his, translate audio wise, but I still wanted to do. I know it, it would have been. It's, it's great. You <laughs> it got my laugh. Works. Yeah, you it got my laugh. Um, Justin pulled his notebook up and he was writing in his notebook. No, uh, 
we wanted to ask you, the weekday army, to give us some of your best marriage tips, real or fake, doesn't matter, because he's not going to know the difference until he gets about five years into this thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we want to know. But go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, this This kind of all came about because everybody, you know, th there's certain points in your life where... Everybody knows better than you? Yeah. People will come up and give you very unsolicited What advice. are those times? Driving? <clears throat> Sure, driving. Yeah, that might be one of them. Um, having kids? Having kids and getting married are like the two biggest ones. People find out you're getting mm. married and they, they just start dumping on you. Like, for example. Junk. For, well. Yeah, no, it's junk. Yeah, it because, is junk. Like what? How many, how many people do you actually want advice from? Two. Very little. Yeah, <laughs> my dad and maybe yeah, my grandfather. Very, very few. Um, and the people who always give you unsolicited advice are people you know, that like should not be doing that. Right. You yeah. don't want their marriage anyway. Nope. So like, what are some of the things that you would tell our good boy, Justin, <clears throat> right well, now in this moment? Because we are going to title this segment, Unsolicited Marriage, Unsolicited Marriage Advice. Yes. Um, I think... <laughs> from, colon, from the right. weekday. <laughs> <laughs> Subheadline. <laughs> By Michael Scott. The boys are back in town. <laughs> and they know best. <laughs> Forever and for always, <laughs> I do. Bye, wow. Mike and Andy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's my first. Here's my first one. Oh, I'm ready. Um, okay, right. Make sure you write this down. Mm. Do yeah. your best in every way, whenever possible, on on any day out of any year. You turn into Michael Scott. Like <laughs> sometimes when I start a sentence, I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> so I just go. It, don't cheat on your wife. You yeah, know? that's a good one. <laughs> that's a real good one. That makes sense. Don't even that think about sense. cheating on your wife because that, like, <laughs> that, that's bad, Justin. I appreciate that. Hey, here's one for you. Buy separate tubes of toothpaste. Mm. Just trust me. It's a it's a small thing, but <laughs> your life. I'm I'm not kidding you. I didn't you. see that coming. I am not kidding I you. It you your life will be insanely happy if you each have your own tube of toothpaste. Yeah. Wait, so did you start with having the same? Correct. No. Oh I, no. I did for a, but, well. It was only it was Whoa. only for the first month, uh, and then we <laughs> and quickly then made that decision. Also here, and this is one B of this. Oh. Figure out which side of the bed you like to sleep on and which side of the bed she likes to sleep on, and then go with the side that she likes to sleep on. And I've told this story, I think, to you guys before, but we went two years in our marriage with sleeping on the side of the bed that we don't like until we had a conversation one night and it was like, oh my gosh. And then we switched sides of the bed That's and really we've funny. been, and we've been. <laughs> and Andy still doesn't sleep. Well, yeah, but I, I don't sleep more comfortably <laughs> than I did before. What's your next piece of advice? <laughs> I just, I think in general, preparing yourself to live with a woman is, for those that haven't done it, it's, it's, it's more shocking than I imagined it would be when, I, when it happened to you're, me. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I just, I think the whole bathroom situation is <laughs> a fantastic thing to, to think about um, mm. because most women their whole like routine i i'm i'm rarely cleaner than my wife except except oh my gosh in the bathroom. yes yes <laughs> everything they got going on is just it's a lot it's so, a it's a landmine yeah and so i just you know preparing yourself for the inevitability that you will feel very uh like it's two worlds clashing mm. together and i no one told me like hey when you move in <laughs> 
when you and your wife like actually live together, things get weird for that first couple months because you've never lived with your wife before. There's a dance. Mm. Yeah. The bathroom dance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bathroom dance. Difference. Yeah, that's... There's a few bathroom oh. dances. I'm talking that this is the bathroom tango. Yeah, it's more of like a... Uh, it's a two-step. Yeah. So, yeah. so far, what I'm getting is, is two of the pieces of advice both have to do with the bathroom. Well, I, here's the third piece of advice. Make enough money to get two sinks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're, however you can. Justin did, that was a big thing when yep, we were looking for Justin's house. We were looking for a house with two sinks is one of our, and I like mean, I, dude, that is, that is a, that is clutch. Yeah. You, I, you have no idea how, how happy that decision is going to make you. Yes. Yeah. You can wash your face whenever you want, Justin. <laughs> you can brush your teeth whenever you want. Yeah. You don't I have can, to worry about. I can about think Mike. I can thank Mike for that. Uh, here, I'm going to give you <laughs> another piece of advice. If you see socks or a towel on the floor, you can do one of two things. You can either ignore it or you can pick it up. <laughs> but you cannot talk about it, okay? <laughs> Just trust me. This is too deep. You cannot talk about it. Um, or, you know, if you have dogs, like pick it up so the dogs don't eat it. But ignore it or pick it up. Trust me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think... You know, the the people talk about the adage of like don't go to bed angry kind of thing. Yep. It doesn't matter to my wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So oh, that was really deep. That's deeper I, than the towel on the floor. I I am the one who likes to talk things out and she does not. So <laughs> Figure out who likes to talk about things and who doesn't. <laughs> and just because if you are the type of person who likes to talk things out, the other person might not actually like to talk. And so I get to like this really weird, like, well, she doesn't want to talk or, you know, like, oh, it's like, why do doesn't too. she, why doesn't yeah. she interact yeah. with this conflict the same way I do? Yeah. It's, and then I have to remember it's because she's a different person than right. me. <laughs> right. My, and Jenna's the same way where if there's something wrong, I want to talk about it right then, right there. I want to solve it. I want to put it to rest. I don't care about the going to bed angry thing. I don't. Yeah. It could be at eight o'clock in the morning. I, I'm ready to. It wrecks verbally, my day. I'm ready to verbally process it in the moment. And it and it wrecks my day. Yeah. Like it wrecks all of my meetings. It wrecks my conversations. It wrecks everything I do. Yeah. And Jenna. I, this is why women are superheroes. They can compartmentalize things in a way that allows them to just continue on throughout their day and then never touch it again. And then even then, when you try to bring it up later, it's like, I don't know that I'm ready to talk about that. What do you mean? I've been ready to talk about it since it happened. Yeah. Um, so Justin, figure out, figure out how to compartmentalize or figure out how to live through con conflict because it will happen. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, con just put conflict with four exclamation points. Yep, there you go. Uh, uh, I have one last one. Okay. And this is this is a legit one, um, Justin. Were the others not legit? No, they were mostly legit. <laughs> well, they, they started out funny. This one isn't like, this one is, is more sincere than anything else. Mm. Um, figure Close out, up. figure out how Elena likes to be loved. Um, because mm. a lot of the times we show love the way that we like to be loved. Um, and it's not bad necessarily, but sometimes it's not the most effective. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm. um, it does. You and, stole mine, by the way, but that's Oh, fine. sorry. <laughs> um, I just, I, you know, the, the, I think it's partially where like the love languages come in. or gonna be yeah, and love language. It's kind of, it's, it's understanding that they're a different person than you are. Mm-hmm. 
when it, and so I'm going to tag onto that because this was mine yeah. as well. Figure out how to speak your love language, and that sounds real cheesy and real stupid, but it's not stupid at all. Uh, not only does it lead to a happier partner, um, but it also leads to like you feeling like you're actually growing a little bit hmm. when you can start to empathize and like Jenna tells me I'm horrible at empathy and she tells me all the like I'm I'm not good at speaking her love language I am good at I, like I know what it is but like the, a lot of times I just go like I forgot yeah or like hmm. in the in the heat of the moment it's like well I just I just did what I always do and like that's not the right thing yeah. train yourself to not do not do what you always do hmm. you will be infinitely a better husband if you do that Ooh. Also, I feel like that's good. Also, it's not always advantageous to win. <laughs> In fact, most of the time, well, Which, don't don't get into this because I, I want to get gonna, into this with the message. I was people. gonna say <laughs> this, is, this is a nice lead into what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I've had I've had to learn very early on that uh, a sorry is a much better word than I told you so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I don't sense. know I don't know if Elaine is gonna subscribe to happy wife happy life. Jenna hates that. Jenna mm. hates. The idea of happy wife, happy life. She, but at the same time, I was like, say, does she? <laughs> the concept I understand, like I think, an antiquated concept. I but. think what she hates is like she feels like I can be patronizing if yeah. I try to be like whatever you want, babe, whatever you want. Sure. And I understand that, and that's my own communication fault. <laughs> um, but figure out if she likes happy wife, happy life, or if she wants to just punch you whenever something's wrong. Because if she wants to punch you, like. Yeah, let her let her punch you. Uh, I I I feel like if she wanted to punch me, I'd probably know that by now. Uh, <laughs> did things change? Oh no! Yeah, things change. <laughs> Kids change a lot of things. They do. <laughs> they do. Cool. Uh, we've taken double the normal time we take on the intro here. Uh, so let's just roll right into our topic. Let's skip the skip the break thing. Can we Whoa! Do that? Oh, is that okay? Are we allowed to do that? What do Are I gonna... do when I'm editing? So, <laughs> so the second segment of the day. Um, Great transition, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well just taking a break at that point. Uh, I don't know, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, we're talking about messy people. All right. Um, messy people. Yeah. So this marriage topic actually came from us, obviously, when Mike was saying, like, hey, we want to give unsolicited marriage advice. But it's also part of something deeper that has been happening in our world and that we as Christians or as people that are just trying to be actual good people, we need to get a handle on. And it's that idea of asking yourself, how do I handle a messy person? And I'm not talking, we're not talking like messy people in the bathroom, like just leaving hair and makeup all over the place. But, <laughs> but but how do you deal with somebody that you don't agree with? How do you deal with that person online, especially online, that is posting inflammatory remarks or is, you know, believing things that you don't believe and is like Ooh. very, very over the top about them? How do you, you deal with that? You and, immediately comment. Yeah, and, it's a clap back. Yeah. It's called a clap back. Well, and you, and you, you say that they just suck. Ooh. Mm. All right, episode over. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, and I think that like their <laughs> lives will be changed because of it. Yeah, I've won many mm. an argument that yeah, way. Yeah, I just I think that like the internet is the best way to best change form. people's minds. Yeah, it's the best form mm. for Yeah, me. I Isn't that why it's so popular? I there's a theme that's been recurring over the last probably 5 episodes of ah. the weekday and it is social media is, is a is a real bad thing well, at and times. Like, when you were asking me yesterday or 2 days ago, it's like the only thing I really want to talk about is how terrible social media is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and you're not wrong. I know. Uh, I know. But we is, can't we just can't hammer it's that. It's a great power yeah. comes great responsibility yeah. situation. Yeah. But 
we want to have a conversation today and we want you to join in the conversation of kind of giving practical tips on how to handle messy people because we can we can easily do the whole Jesus said love your neighbor and love your enemy turn the other cheek Jesus said give the other give him your cloak Jesus said walk the extra mile like you know we can all do that thing and then cloak it in biblical stuff and then leave feeling fulfilled but if you were if you were with us on our last episode where I was talking about brain chemistry and actual learning and actual human development inside of the church, learning is actually the last part of things that happens. Yeah. There needs to be a practical emotional response that happens. There needs to be action steps that happen first right. before you actually learn, which is kind of backwards to what we think. And so we want to train ourselves to act appropriately and to respond appropriately. So. Uh, I saw you pulled something up on your phone, yeah. but Mike and Justin, let's let's open this open this floor up. Like, how do you respond? What are some practical tips that we would give our audience responding to messy people? Well, I I think that we are living in a day and age, a time where because <clears throat> not just the political discourse, but discourse in general seems to be not just. It, on the extremes and polarized, but we have lost the art of understanding from a Christian perspective, especially that the Holy Spirit moves, mm-hmm. that Jesus redeems, um, and that lives can actually be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that in some ways, if you were to ask other people and ask Christians, especially if they believe that, would say, obviously, yes. Um, the problem is that you cannot bludgeon someone <laughs> into changing. You cannot bl- bludgeon the people that you are, that you are called to love. Hmm. Uh, you can't hate people into change. Um, you, you said can't, that yesterday. I thought that right. was brilliant. You can't hate people into the, the coming kingdom. Um, and I just, I think that we lose sight of that so, so easily and have for thousands of years. Um, and I just, I want to read this quote um, this is from Russell Moore, who's who's actually a Southern Baptist. He's um, the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. He, nope, nope. Danger Russ. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's a different Russell. Um that's Russell Junior or Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson Jr. the third. Right. Um so Russell Moore, who stepped down from actually being the president of uh, the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, because he was like, This is messed up. Yep. I can't do this right now. Yep. Like this is a cool is, story. Yeah. And so basically he just says, we now see young evangelicals walking away from evangelicalism, not because they do not believe what the church teaches, but because they believe the church itself does not believe what the church teaches. Um, And so, you know, like that echoes of what Gandhi said, you know, that famous quote from Gandhi, like, like Jesus, but I don't like your Christians or whatever. uh Yeah. Uh, I don't like his his followers or whatever. Um, And I just, I think that there's so much truth about that. And, you know, I, I also, I think that, you know, we're, we're on the heels of the Roe v. Wade uh, decision, you know, that getting overturned, um, a couple of their like super hot topics in our, especially our political discourse that, you know, I think people run so quickly to the extremes <clears throat> because it's easy for them to do that. And then, you know, you fortify, it's a lot of what we talked about last time, but you fortify your position and then you just, you are just lobbing arrows back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to live in a world that approaches people 
um, especially messy people with grace, it, you have to go to the middle mm. to meet them. And it is, that's a lonely place to be. And uh, you, you have to meet them where they're at. And no one, I feel like if you do that, you become a pariah hmm. uh, because you are doing the opposite of what 50% of the people want you to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, 50%, 100%. I, yeah. Absolutely. Um, you brought up Andy Stanley yeah. yesterday during our, can you take us down that, that train of thought as well? Yeah, I just, well, Andy Stanley, who he came out with his book, uh, Not In It to Win It, uh, which is really, really great. And honestly, like I, I love Andy Stanley and I always have. I love North Point Church and what they do, their whole, their mission, their model. The fact that it feels like they truly, for the past, you know, 25, 30 years almost, have done, have, have reformed themselves to be able to reach the people of their community. And not just once, they've done it three or four times. I mean, just, and it just feels like constantly they are doing things that as, as somebody who's involved in full-time vocational ministry was like, oh, you can do that? You know, and, and it's like, yeah, you can do that. Uh, they just, it just seems like they're constantly pushing the boundaries of what ministry can look like within almost like a mega church context. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I think it's so cool and so fascinating. And Andy Stanley is, I think one of our really, it's like a really great thinker, obviously a very good communicator. But anyways, he wrote this book um, that talks about how it feels like we in the church are doing things to be able to win uh, to win arguments, to win people to the faith, as opposed to just like answering the question, what does love require of me? Yeah. And and I know I've talked a little bit about that before, but then his newest sermon series is kind of about how the way that we react to certain situations, the way we react to um, conversations, um, the way that we react to the Supreme Court decisions, mm. uh, the way that we react to things in the political sphere, um, how we react to that says more about us and who we are than who we say we are. Hmm. And he goes on to talk a lot about, you know, these things uh, from the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus talks about. If you look at it when say, if someone asks you to go a mile, go the extra mile. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, you turn your left. You know, it's, if you look at these if then statements, they are, it's, it's a masterclass in how we react to things that like are something that most people would say are offenses to us um, or just to humans in general, especially back in their context, you know, that the extra mile thing was what the Roman soldiers would, they would basically, because they occupied Israel, um, they would just, and they needed something. And they could conscript you for a mile. Yeah, exactly. Um, It was legal for them to be like, I need your help now. Stop whatever you're doing and you have to come help me. Otherwise, like, I'll kill you. Um, but they can only do it for a mile or whatever, like a thousand paces or something. Um, but he's, he's teaching people how to react in a way that is like the craziest underreaction. It's like you almost, you, because of how you react, it like makes people stop in their tracks and be like, what are you doing? Like, that is not the way that people are supposed, if I, if I ask you to, if I if I make you stop what you are doing, stop everything that you are doing, and I intrude upon your life, and not only do you like agree willingly, 
Like you decide to do even more for me. Like, what are you doing? Hmm. Um, and so I just, I think that for us to actually, you know, deal with people, messy people, which we all are to actually show God's grace to people. Um, you know, it takes a lot of, uh, mindfulness hmm. and a lot less talking. Um, Justin, when we were talking about this yesterday, you brought up an interesting point as well. Would you like to go through like how you respond to messy mm -hmm. people? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I feel like especially on social media, what I see a lot is um, when people are like disagreeing on topics. A lot of times it seems like people like to assume that if this person disagrees with me, they hate me because of my beliefs. Um, which I don't think is the case a lot of times. Um, and um, not only that, but like um, if somebody like disagrees with me, um, I, what I feel like is important to um, like understand why they disagree because I feel like a lot of people actually do have um, similar ideas in their mind for what they want in the end. Yeah. But it's just a lot of people, I mean, we all have different um, opinions on how to get there. And that's where the disagreement is. But if we can remember that, um, I feel like for the most part, a lot of people really do have the same end goal in mind. Um, that can be really helpful. But I see that especially a lot in the church where um, I see people who are outside of the church, a lot of times they might disagree with, <clears throat> you know, like the the views of like, you know, Christians or something like that, and they automatically assume they don't agree with me, hmm. so they right. hate me. Hmm. Right. Um, which really isn't the case yeah. a lot of times. I mean, you know, there's always like, you know, fringe whatever, but um fringe whatever. Fr <laughs> <laughs> however well however you can say it. Well, but, my favorite uh, political party. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's always fringe, fringe whatever. whatever yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but um I, I really don't I mean at least at least around around here I know that's not the case. Right. Um I know that like the people that I surround myself with and I know a lot of people that we surround ourselves with we know that that's not the case where um we can have differing opinions from other people and still love them, respect them um and also just like want to find out more maybe about why they believe that way while still being able to, you know, disagree and just not hating that person. So <laughs> again, well said. I, yeah. I, there's a there's an interesting thing that that happens when you do respond to um when you respond like Jesus said to respond. Um and so again, I want to I'm going to go back to the practical tips here one of the things that you need to do was kind of exactly what you were talking about at the end of our marriage segment, our marriage counseling segment, was learn to say I'm sorry because, and, and mean it, and learn to actually be sorrowful for the way that you are portraying Jesus. That is a tough thing. To, to say I'm sorry, explain yourself, or to seek to understand, to ask questions, to talk not to get your point across, but to right. talk to understand a little bit is essentially saying, I'm sorry. Right. And learn to do that because that that is, you would be shocked at how many arguments and things would go away immediately. Yeah. You're, mm. 
you're never, especially in social media, you're not going to be convinced about anything. Sure. I'm not going to be convinced about anything, but I would love to know a little bit more about why you feel the way you feel. Sure. That is, not only is that healthy for the relationship that you may or may not have, but it's healthy for you as a person. Right. It's healthy for you as uh, a sheep in wolf's clothing in reverse instead of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Right. Jesus tells us also that we need to be uh, as wise as serpents and as gentle as doves. Mm -hmm. While the serpent is cunning, and I mean, he basically brought the downfall of all civilization because of his cunning, because of his wisdom. But the dove does not cry. It's very gentle. It's, you know, all these other things. And so how do you be gentle? Well, you seek to understand, and you then take that wisdom and use it to minister to that yeah. person. I think and that, that is a very, like, pie-in-the-sky sort of thing because that means you need to get over yourself right. and getting over yourself is the toughest part well i think as far as practicality goes so much of our conversations with each other even with ourselves have nothing to do with the things that we're actually talking about i mean the yes. um, the amount well the, the way one issue turns into a bigger issue yeah it, and most of them are let's Let's put it on the table. Most of it is a political thing, a political divide. Well, and it's it's a everything that someone says feels like an attack on who you are right. as a person. Your sexuality, your political beliefs, or your religious beliefs. Yeah. And those those are the three things that they always they always tell you in like when you're bartending, when I was waiting tables and bartending and you know, I was bartending for a long time. You don't talk about religion, you yeah. don't talk about politics. Right. You talk about anything else. Right. Now and you can now, now throw sexuality in there as well. Right. But everything now is coming down to those three topics. Well, and like it's it's fascinating how uh you know, it's if someone says one thing and it, it sort of like triggers you and you end up getting upset, like maybe just stopping a second and saying like, why am I upset? And it's like this weird, you can go down this weird path. It's like, oh my gosh, I am upset because I feel like they said no, not to the thing that like I want to do or something. I don't know. But to me. Yeah. But to me, me as a and person. that means my, my past or whatever happened, like you had some weird thing in your past that happened. Like then that validates that weird thing that happened in your past. And it, in turn, like lowers your identity, who you are as a human, even though all you asked was like, do you want to go play soccer with me? Well, you know, it, or something. Go, go to the brain chemistry thing, though. I've been filtering everything through this brain chemistry thing. So if you're filtering everything through the immediate emotional response and there is no joy in your right, life, right. the learned behavior for a human is the trapped caged animal response yeah that is a learned behavior right. i mean it's it's natural but it's learned over generate or over uh over days and weeks and months of not having good emotional responses to things right but the second that you can fix that joy portion of your life and understand that this life is not about you your beliefs are not about you right. you're this that or the other it's not that is not who you are yeah. who, your identity the second you can fix that right brain portion of who you are yeah. the left brain stops responding with immediate fight yeah. instead fight of flight, fight or yeah. flight or not even flight yeah. usually it's usually fight just fight because the 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 auto, autonomic response yeah. that we have learned oh, is yeah, it's like immediately it, i'm gonna punch back it's the lizard brain thing exactly you know? exactly it, and that's the caged rat mentality well and and it's it is funny like i do i think uh justin back to like unsolicited marriage advice like everybody should get get 
in counseling. Um, <laughs> you should go to counseling. That's just <laughs> everybody, everybody should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when when I was doing that, um, the the counselor guy or my counselor, he he just said anger is one of especially for men. Anger is one of the like pretty much the only accepted emotions uh, that men can have. Yeah. And just societally, culturally, whatever, for whatever reason, that's and that's the emotional response a lot of the times we have. Mm -hmm. And then I mean and I mean go through Twitter, go through Facebook. Like you will see that is genu generally the only emotion exhibited <laughs> through, that people have is yeah. Anger, like I'm gonna post this. Sarcasm is a form of anger. Irony yeah, yeah. is a form of anger. Yeah. Joking is a form of anger. Gaslighting mm -hmm. is you a know? form it's, of anger. Yeah, it's yep. it. It is this weird, like lashing out, this animalistic behavior. And anger is not bad, you know. But I do think it's funny, you know. A lot of people in, um, especially Christian circles, you know, use um, like the the picture of Jesus overturning tables in. Um, you know, in the, the temple or whatever. Did you know he was literally arrested like the next day? Yeah. You know, like in, in the timeline of how everything worked out in the temple, like that was one of, if not the like last straw for the, the temple Pharisees and all that kind of stuff, the temple officials to like, we have to arrest this guy, you know, like anger that, and that's one of the only times we see Jesus like really, really angry. So, but people use it as like justification. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, no, like they killed Jesus be partially because of that. Like, I just, we can't use it as like a justification in the church for anger, right. you know, right. um, if that makes any sense. So it kind of, I just, I, I, I see people use that as like, well, you know, sometimes it's, it's okay to be angry. It like, does. I yeah. just don't know if that's like a, the right thing to I say. I mean, it's here. okay to be crucified too. So. There you go. <laughs> uh, another, I guess, another another practical way that we can respond to messy people is so we talked about saying I'm sorry. With that, I would also put forgiveness in there. Learn you have to learn how to forgive, and you need to pray for that, and you need to have that quotient in your life be able to fill up. Be curious, and we kind of touched on that a little bit with asking questions. But you need to learn to be curious. Mm -hmm. You need to learn how to have enough energy to actually listen right to actually cuz it it does take energy in fact i i think at least for me it takes more energy for me to listen yeah. than it does for me to pro to process verbally sure but i want i strive to be a good listener and what excuse me <laughs> come again uh i strive to be a an active participant in sure. listening and always have in my pastoral career. In fact, I was counseling somebody this morning, not counseling, I had a pastoral meeting with somebody out in the lobby today, and this person was recounting all of these things, and my my watch was dinging. My watch dinged probably six. It always seems to ding like yeah. right Only when I'm in the when, middle of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so my watch dinged like six or seven times, and I'm like struggling and like, no, I'm going to listen to her, and I'm going to listen to do... And so we we I listened to her, and I got through the thing, and picked up my phone, none of that stuff mattered. Yeah. But the second I would have picked up my phone or turned my watch, yeah. I would have not been listening to sure. her and not been actively being able to pray for her in that time. And I don't have any differences with her, but when I'm engaging with somebody online, I'm seeking to actively listen to what that person is saying to me, even if it's just something about abortion or something about taxes or something about electric cars or something about 
why the Lightning are a terrible hockey team or anything like that. Like, I'm seeking to understand what that motive is. Yeah. Am I successful in that? 99% of the time, no, because I get angry. But maybe 1% of the time, my expansion, the expansion of my mind happens and I go, oh, I'm a little bit wiser today. Yeah. I think the, uh, the rush of dopamine we get from so many different things in this life is like completely antithetical to that idea. Slowing down and listening, mm-hmm. 100%. And I think that, you know, we get, we're addicted to quick uh, emotional responses, um, quick shots here and there of different things that for us, uh, I, I think now more than ever, it might be harder to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, to, it's a skill. Listening yeah. is a skill. Well, and I think that the more you do it, the easier it becomes, just like with anything. Um, but yeah, and, and I, I think it's, it's wise to, again, understand that the, one of the reasons you do that is to, if you can ask clarifying questions over something and you have the time to do that, um, you will begin to understand that so much of whatever this person is talking about is not about you and it's not really even about them. It's they're filtering this through some other life experience or, or something, especially if someone is like angry what, um, what, what or has you, a disagreement or something. What do you say to the person that just lights you up about X abortion issue because they posted something and you decided that you wanted to wade into the <laughs> wade into those deep waters and then they start punching back? Is that about you? Is that about them? Is that a, what is that about? I don't know. I, that's a very uh, circumstantial situation. That sure, but I, that, but that, but to figure that out, you'd have to listen to them a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And, you would ask clarifying questions, and, th- and then a public forum like Facebook or Why, Instagram is a terrible place for that. I, I, oh my gosh! Take it to the DMs. Take it to a voice <laughs> call. Not even that. Yeah, I would. I I would not get into. It's vi- honestly, it's been very few times. Very. F- far and in, in between or whatever, uh, few and far in between where I've ever engaged in those actual conversations. Um, and if I do, I try to extra clarify, I'm just asking questions here. Like this is me trying to understand your point of view better. Why do you think this is the best way to go about things? Who is this going to hurt? Um, you know, why do you feel so strongly about this? I, I think that Having to go above and beyond and be very, very clear is what this day and age demands, um, and yet nobody's doing that. That's not true. It just it it feels like it's harder to do for some reason. Well, I do feel like because like on social media in particular, like I I don't do. I mean, I hardly ever even post anything on social media, yeah. uh, let alone like <laughs> you know getting like fights in the comments but um, i would love to see you in a comment like (laughs) flame battle but well it is like i mean it can be kind of fun reading those sometimes and more often than not when i do read those um if i do see somebody who is doing exactly what you're saying and asking those clarifying questions i feel like the thing is like if two people are talking in person it's a lot easier um if one of them's calm for that to transfer over to the other person where in social media, I don't see that happening near as much. If there's one person out of the two people that are talking that are angry, it's just not gonna, like nobody's going to pay attention to what's being said. Yep. Agreed. Um, my, I had a, I had a thought. I'm, 
I'm as I'm texting my wife right now. I had a thought, and it we may have to do an entire episode about this. But there's been a there's been a larger segment of people than I remember calling for all of us to just delete social media mm-hmm. and to get off of social media. I was actually I was listening to a very well known podcast this morning while I was making coffee. What's the podcast? The Dan Lebitard Show. Oh. Um, but one of the hosts was saying. He was recounting all the statistics, like, you know, all of the things that happen when we engage oh, yeah. in social media and stuff. But he said, like, we we weren't meant to know that somebody in Australia hates our guts. Right. We weren't meant to know those things. Yeah. And we're not supposed to, like, be able to filter that stuff. Well, and if you believe in, like, evolution on any sort of level, even, like, a micro level, which is, you know, relatively uh, true. Proven. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, our brains can't handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. I, I, I think we might need to do an entire episode about that, but yeah. I just I think it's interesting that you can't disassociate with it because social media has also, like with my kids, social media is, mm-hmm. their social media persona is their real life. Right. So gone is the notion that like... You can have separate... You can have separate mm-hmm. lives. Like, no, yeah. you, you can't do Everybody's that. Everybody's a brand. Right. Well, yes, everybody is that brand that they are mm-hmm. putting forth and you are whatever uh, logo you're putting on for your uh, for your avatar. But... But to back that up, like, okay, so I think it's even more important to develop skills for conversation in those platforms. Yeah. And I health to do it in a healthy way, I just don't think that there is an asynchronous way to do it. Yeah. There really isn't asynchronous meaning like comment, comment, right. comment, comment. No, you need to get you need to get with somebody either face to face or even just on a phone call. Discord, Discord does it. Uh, Facebook Messenger does it. Slack does it. I mean, we, there's a billion different ways to talk to people for free across the world. Yeah. That's the only way to, to take care of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's my last tip. Do you have any more? Um, I just I think when the Bible says, "Listen Thou shalt first," not murder. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think listen first, speak slowly. Yeah, uh, I think that that's they mean it. You so, know, Teddy Roosevelt said, "Walk softly and carry a big stick." We've talked about this before. Yeah, I know it's yeah. hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't think that's right. Uh. <laughs> hey, that dude rode a horse. Sure. Without a, without a shirt on. So that's, yeah. Him and like Putin. Putin? Yeah, yeah. Him and Putin. He was Putin before Putin, some Pooping. would say. Wow. Uh, we just went 42 minutes there. Sorry about that, gang. Um, don't ju- apologize. That's I'm not, I retract. <laughs> I retract my statement from earlier where I said, I'm sorry. Unbelievable. Why would you want to do this right at the end of this podcast we've gone so well <laughs> together you see this let's see the escalation you're gonna uh, take it to facebook machine. this is how we get clicks oh my god we get outraged about something lebron james the best player ever <laughs> yay or nay top five top five nba players right now <laughs> kevin durant <Yeah. laughs> kobe bryant shaquille o'neal michael jordan and lebron james your turn uh, chris mullen Ooh, John Stockton. <laughs> Tim Hardaway. Ooh, John Paxson. Yeah, Gary Payton. Horace Grant. <laughs> Do you know any of these guys? No, he doesn't. Um, like, you know Michael Jordan Michael and LeBron. Michael Jordan. No, you didn't know any of the people that I just said. They were all Are from NBA people? Jam. They were all from NBA Jam <laughs> Tournament Edition. Did you make ni- them up? 1994. Did, Did you know they remade up? NBA Jam? 
No. It was bad. Okay. Okay, cool. Hey, we're going to end the episode uh, now that we've gone an extra two minutes. Thanks for joining us. We would love to hear how you're responding to the trolls on your social media platforms as well. Love uh, them. Yeah. Everybody love everybody. Yelly, everybody love everybody. Um, and as you take this love forth, make sure to post this on your social media accounts, this episode, and then delete your accounts. Right. Uh, just get us that engagement, baby. Well, you know what you should do is when you get into an argument with somebody. Just post this link. And then you just to like end the argument at some really weird time <laughs> just post it it's like there. it's like it's like post reply 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 weekday here and then you're here's like, Whoa. here's the thumbnail yeah <laughs> but then people are gonna the people that click it are just gonna see the first like minute and just see like marriage advice and then that's it well you can post <laughs> it you can post it starting at a certain point mm, starting at zero 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 right there Hey. Okay, thanks for joining us, everybody, <laughs> on this episode of the weekday. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.